The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So the story is like this. Shlok Kaddish is a young man. He is a genius. His name is Abishai Halevi Horowitz. Comes from a rich family. Comes from a noble family. Marries a shver who got, got the catch of the century. He's going to be supported the rest of his life. Gets married, the world is his. What a mazel that a chosen kala don't see what's ahead of them. He is 30 years old. He becomes the Rav of Frankfurt. And he becomes a member of the Vad Arba Huarotzes, which was a committee that oversaw all of Yehadas in Europe. Then he was kicked out of Frankfurt. All the Jews were kicked out of Frankfurt. Each and every one of them. That, that's what used to happen in those days. Girish, pack your bags, you're out of here by the next morning. Leave your buildings, leave your office buildings, leave your apartment houses, you're out of here. Leave your home, leave your rentals, you're out of here. Gone, goodbye. We in America, we're safe, right? There's no anti-Semitism here, we live in the world, right? Okay. So he goes to Prague. He goes to Prague, he became Rav over there, Shlok Kaddish became Rav together with the Rav in Prague, the Eulah Ephraim. The two were joint Rabbonim. Don't wait, don't hold your breath for that to happen again. The Eulah Ephraim is nifty, becomes Rav of Prague, he loses his wife, faces personal tragedy, he decides that he is moving to Eretz Yisrael. Then all of his money disappears. All of his money disappears, that he had, and, and Gavirim get together, they, it took a long time, because he wasn't going to go unless he had, he knew he could support himself. Takes the land route, comes to Tzvas, and they beg him to come to Yishalayim, he comes to Yishalayim, he had 80 people by, by his Sudais, and then the Pasha, or whatever it was, uh, just threw him into prison, and him and a lot of other Jews, and demanded that uh, he should, a tremendous amount of money to free him, he runs off to Tveria, he winds up passing away in Tveria. Okay? Now, in Prague, he's on his way to Eretz Yisrael. And all of a sudden, all his money is gone. It was put into a secret place. There's different legends about this, but some say in the axle of the wagon, and they open up the axle to take out money for gas or something, and it's gone. It's empty. Somebody was by the comets. It's gone. And the Shlach Kodesh says, I, I just robbed my whole plan of going to Eretz Yisrael, my whole life I'm supposed to live on. By. And uh, they, they, they started asking him the question, who else knew who was there? The only one that knew who was there is the Shlach had taken along with him a, uh, a bacher, a big guy that was going to be his gabai. So they began to interrogate him, and one Chacham said, ah, oh, he's not breaking, we're going to go to the police. And the police uh, was called in, and it became a very high-profile case. The Shlach at this time did everything within his power to withdraw the charges. He says, we don't know that he's the Ganav. No, it has to be, he's the only one. And eventually, as per law during that time, they cut off this person's ear. Okay, mind you. And he disappeared. No one knew what happened to him. Shlokash was extremely distressed about this. It took a very long time till they were able to raise the funds again, and he took the land route. And he's in Syria, and he's in Aleppo, one of those towns, and he stays, uh, he's going to be Pesach by a rich Gevir. This guy comes in, he has a tremendous hadras pun and white beard. And right before the Seder, he calls the Shla into the next room, and they lock the door. And the Shla says, yeah, like, it's a Shaila, emergency Shaila, I don't know, private Shaila. And he grabs the shlo, and before he knows what hits him, he has him tied up to a chair, and he pulls out a big sword, and says, I'm going to kill you. He goes, why? And I'll tell you why. And he picks up the sword, and the, the shlo begins to say, it's not going to help the scream, the doors are closed, no one's going to hear you. And, 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 the, and he says to the person, can I at least say vidui? He says, yeah, sure, I'm a good Jew, I'll let you say vidui. 
The Shlot says Vidri, like he never said before in his life, after all he went through in his lifetime. And the man lifts the sword and kaplank, with the dull side of the sword. Which is good why a sword has a dull side, by the way. And all of a sudden he, room, he, he moves his payas, his wide payas and beard away from his ear. That's when the Shlot notices that he is a single ear person. He says, I'm the guy. So the Shlot begins to explain to him that it was it, 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 it just took on a life of its own. He says, yeah. Well, I say you indirectly were the cause of, of all the pain I went through. And I made it here to Aleppo, and I became wealthy. And he says, he says, the Shlot said, you Michael me. He said, I was Michael all along. But I was still scared there would be a kitrug on you, there would be a prosecution on you when you go to Eretz Yisrael. So therefore I wanted you to go through this trauma, this experience, because that's what they did to me, that you should come with Kaparas Havainas. So that's why the Shlach Kaddish, if you look, Hilchaz Vidui is right near Hilchaz Pesach. What is the big Chiddush in this story? The big Chiddush in this story is that if I was the Shlach Kaddish, I would have said, You maniac what you are! You know what I mean? I would have let him out. I would have had, read the riot act. I mean, I would have called in all the people in Meshuggah. You know what he did to me? No, Shlach accepted it. Right? Pesach night. Pesach night. He's crying, saying Vidui. You know what? No question, this is not the thing to do. If you have a guy that you want him to have a kapara, don't tie him up and say you're going to kill him. This is not the way to do it. But look, mitzad the shloh. It happened, Pesach. This is what happened. Life is going to go on. And not every single Pesach, he incorporated this trauma into his Pesach. That's what the billboard said. After all the shloh went through in his life, he had to go through this experience. It's an appreciation of life through his many afiklamas. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.